What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the California housing market. Many of you may or may not know that I've been working construction, managing business for 20 years all over Southern California. So I know a little bit about the housing market. And I also bought a house in 2005 in SoCal. So let's jump right into it because we don't like wasting time over here. I'm trying to give you a 20-year rundown. This year is my 20 year, 20th year actually working construction. I'm going to give you a 20-year rundown in 10 minutes. So that's some value, man. So that's a lot of value cash money Goo is giving you. So leave a, style, a five-star review, you know? So anyhow, this housing market now, let's just get into it now because if you're going to buy a house now or not, you know, should I buy property now? Housing values are pretty high. And a lot of people are moving to Texas or Florida or some other state that's out there moving out of California because it's way too high. A lot of people think, well, you got to think that this is not high for other people. And what I mean is there are foreign investors, you know, there's people in China, people in Europe, people in Europe, you think California tax is high? Europe, oh man, their tax is even higher. So they would love to be able to buy some property somehow, some way through maybe an investment fund. Or somehow, so all these foreign, you know, monies are coming into things like investment funds. I don't know if you guys follow Grant Cardone or not, but he has his own little Cardone fund, and you can invest in t- with him, and he goes and buys property. So, you know, people are buying these houses that are not just regular workers that are working nine to five, and that's what everybody has the misconception is that if you're working nine to five, of course you're going to work two jobs, you and your wife and your kids, and maybe your grandkids too, all working to buy that one house because it's too expensive. But there's other people buying these houses. So let's say like in Los Angeles, Compton, South Central, and all those areas, you know, back in the day they were cheap, you know, they were gang infested or whatever. Well, they're redoing these neighborhoods and new people from, you know, from China or whatever coming in, they want their kids to become an American, you know, go to USC or something in LA or become a movie star, you know, so they move over here that they don't have that in China. So they'll pay any price for some property that you won't pay for. And that pushes us to different cities. That's why a lot of people from LA are moving eastward. And that is why the housing prices are going up so much. That's why in LA, they're even more than over here in the IE and the Inland Empire. And the OC is very expensive. That's by the beach. So you got these expensive parts and you, you know. So this brings me to like, let's say in 2005 when I bought my house. In 2005, I was working construction as well. And I was building so many houses over there in Victorville area. The high desert it's called. You know, I'm based out of the Inland Empire. If you, you know, it's around you know, east of Los Angeles, 50 miles, if you're not around this area. But I was working in this area called Victorville, and it's a, you know, not a very, it's just a place where nobody lives. And I was building a bunch of houses there, and I was building a bunch of houses over there in Moreno Valley and Paris area, which is farther east of um, Los Angeles and a little bit west of Palm Springs. If you don't know where that's at, if you're from California, you do, which most of you probably are from California that's listening to my podcast, I'm assuming. But if you're not, that's where it's at. So in 2005, we're building a lot of these, you know, these banks were giving out these mortgages, the people that couldn't afford mortgages. 
And what I think they were doing, in my own opinion, were giving people houses in Reno Valley, houses in Victorville, to get them out of Los Angeles. So they were getting all these people in the suburbs of Los Angeles to move to Moreno Valley, to move to Victorville, and these areas, it's called gentrification. And what they were doing is they were moving over there because it, it was too expensive to live in LA. So they're making, I'll just get a house and move over here, and they're moving all these people, and that opens up these areas in LA for foreign investors to come in and buy up the property, tear down the old houses, build them into brand new sky you know, buildings and, you know, reap the benefits. So this is what I'm seeing happening in 2005 a lot, in 2006, and the boom and the recession hit. Now everybody's already stuck in their houses. You know, you can't sell the houses in Victorville or in, you know, Marino Valley because nobody wants to go buy a house that's that much. And now they're restricting credit. So you can't even, you can't even buy a house if you wanted to if you didn't have no money now. So now people that, can't afford a house, cannot get a house. You know, and I was just 21 when I bought my house in 2005. You know, I probably couldn't afford the house. I only had $10,000. I put zero down on the house, paid $10,000 for the closing cost, and they let me have a house. So here you go. Here's a 30-year loan. And I refinanced after one year in 2006, and now I'm uh, 13 years deep in there, so just breaking even. And that, you know, but it's good to own property in California if you could. Grant Cardone says that you need to rent where you live and own what you rent out. So I have my house. I'm going to actually move out my plan and go rent something like a nice little condo or something somewhere and then rent out my house and they'll pay it down for me. And the reason why that, I don't want to live where I own because now I can move city to city. I'm not bunkered down. I could go rent, like I could move for a job opportunity now anytime I want or if go to a, make your own money, which entrepreneurship, what I believe in, you could move around anywhere you want and make the money. So you don't have to live somewhere for 30 years. And that's what I realized when I bought my house is you are literally stuck in that house for 10 years. Thank you. You're not going anywhere for 10 years. You better like your neighbors. You better like everything around you because you're going to be stuck there for at least 10 years. You know, a lot of people say they're not. I don't know how much money you're making, but the house, you know, you got to do new roofs. You got to do new water heaters. You got to do a lot of stuff, maintenance, and it's never ending. And it's your house. You got property tax. So it's very, very expensive. I would suggest right now not buying a house at all. Stay where you're at. Maybe rent something cheap or whatever, or maybe even rent something more expensive. Like, because if you rent something that's 1700 it's more expensive. You're not buying a house. You don't have to buy the roof. You don't have to pay the property tax. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do any of that. And then you could do business in that city and you could move to another city next year if you don't like that area. And then you're supposed to try to make more money. And so if you have $1,700, that's it. That's your bottom line. That's what you want. That's your niceness. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It's $2,000 a month. But try to make more money and then save all that extra money. After work, work a few more hours. Save that money, save that money, save that money until you can eventually buy something like which I suggest, which Grant Cardone suggests as well. I kind of got it from him. He says a 32 unit, but you know, 16 units, or you could buy some storage, or you could buy some storage units. So, what you're doing is you're having people pay you. If you have a 30 storage units, you know, so those people are paying your rent now. So, now you're getting free rent. You can move anywhere in the world and you're getting paid for free. Instead of living at your house paying all this 
extra, extra money. And this is what I did. And this is what I'm doing. And this is why I have to work so much to try to build out of this hole. Because 13 years deep I'm in now, I'm just going to keep paying down the loan. Have my, I know a lot of people in the city now. So now they're going to rent it out, pay my house off for me. And eventually I am going to sell the house. Because when I start renting, I'm already going to start renting outside of my house. Which I suggest you guys do. And then just rent and learn how to make more money. And then just keep building up more money, more money. Saving all that extra money. And then eventually I'll sell my house. If you have a house, maybe you could do this too. If you're looking to buy your second house, maybe you should just do this. Go rent somewhere. Then rent out your house. And then after that, you could just save, try to make more money wherever you're renting. And just keep saving and saving and saving. And then eventually they're going to be paying down that house that you own. Right? And then when they're paying that house down, eventually you could sell the house, take that 100000 whatever the equity is, and take the hundred, two hundred thousand that you have saved up, because you got to be saving. You got to be making money. Uh, hundred thousand. Yes, I'm said that. The hundred thousand dollars. Save it up. Do the math. Figure it out. So then you have two hundred thousand. You get investors start having put their money in, and you get the bank put their money in. You buy an apartment building, thirty six units. Boom. Now you have take three or four of those unit units. Pay wherever you're living in the world. You can move around anywhere. And all the other units pay for the building. They're paying you, paying down the building, the multi-million dollars that the bank is financing most of it. You know what I'm saying? So this is what we're like the ultimate goal. And this is what I think about the California housing market. It's too expensive. It's not a real good idea to buy unless you have 100% down or something like that, you know, 80% down. So you get a really, really low payment. You can have someone just pay the rest of it off for you. But most people don't have that much down. So they're going to put a little bit down and they're going to have a high payment and you're going to be stuck there and you're going to have to pay the, all this maintenance and the property tax. And it's just, it's going to go up still, but you know, you might hit another recession and that's really bad. That's what happened to me, but I survived the recession. So you may or may not. So these are some ideas that I suggest, you know, I'm all over the place now in my construction, but I'm not in Victorville. I'm not in Marino Valley. To end the note, to end this, I'm working in rich neighborhoods now. I'm working in Irvine, and all that's being bought up, bought up by the Asians, Asian people. Like, I, no offense to anybody, but there's a bunch of people from China, a bunch of people from Vietnam. They are buying up Irvine, million dollar houses, and people over here can't afford a hundred thousand dollar house in IE. You know what I'm saying? I'm working a lot in San Marco, San Diego area. These are rich, rich neighborhoods, and. Who's buying these houses? Who has the money to afford it? What jobs are they doing? I don't know, but they're, they're people all over the world. There's 8 billion people in this world, and there's rich people out there in different countries, and they're buying this shit up. So I hope you got some value from this. If you did, you know, leave the cash money goo a review. Five star, man. I would really appreciate that. I mean, the world is appreciate you guys, and, you know, I'm just doing this because I want to be financially free one day. I'm a hard worker and I've always, I've been working 20 years. I've been told by my dad, I've been told by everybody that I would never be financially free. I would have to work my whole life. That's the American system. That's what you got to do. And that's what I've been told. That's what my dad drilled to me every day. You're going to work for the rest of your life, get used to it. You're going to work the rest of your life, get used to it. And I didn't like that. And I really want to be financially free. So I'm, I'm learning from mentors. I'm learning things. I experience things. And I want to teach you guys that. So you guys get the motivation and the dedication to come with me and become financially free. Because that's what we need to do in order for the 1% to be the 2 
to the two percent, then the three percent. We need to take back the power for us. And in order to do that, we need to learn the systems. We need to learn how to barter with each other instead of going to corporations and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So there's a bunch of shit that we need to do, bunch of shit that we need to learn. I want to help. I want to teach. I want to, you guys to teach me because I have, oh my God, so much to learn. I know so many out there have so many ideas. Hit me up in the DMs, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up on Instagram. Hits me up. That's where I'm usually at. That's where we all hang out. Hit me up on Snapchat. You know, I'm trying to do these podcasts. It's number four. So I hope I keep getting better at this. And maybe one day one of you guys can come on and we can have a good chat together. Until then, I'll see you on episode number five in two days. Peace out.